Hey, buddy, how's it going? I'm in the car, so it might be a bit choppy. I just wanted to quickly touch base. Sorry, by the way, I'm recording this. Okay. I just want to do a quick intro for today's podcast. So I guess the first thing I wanted to do was apologize to everybody, for, particularly to Tom. Uh, Tom Collins is our guest today. And I just wanted to apologize to him for... When did, we, um, when did we record this? It was like the 14th of June or something, right? It was in the heat, the hot of summer when it was like 40 degrees and you were sweating, just opening the fridge. Yeah, and now it's October, so things feel like they've moved on a really long way. And we're still sweating when we're opening the fridge. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> just the excitement of what lies within, right? Absolutely. Uh, big apology to particularly to Tom, for taking so long to get this out. Um, but it's Halloween today, right? It is, it is Halloween today. It is trick or treat. It's always a treat to have you on the phone, Paul. Wow, that's true, mate. That's true, and it's always a trick to... Um... I don't know what I was going to say. Right, you've lost it. <laughs> lost, the, lost the train of thought. Start as you need to go on. Car park and two kids just run across in front of me. I was like, okay, it's going to be a good day for you. <laughs> No, tr- no sweets tonight, mate. If you carry on doing that, no, no, you'd be under a car. That's no, no good. Oh, um, oh, I tell you, we could do. You're the accent aficionado, right? Do you want to do you wanna do like a because it's Halloween? You could do like a Transylvanian intro, like we're back from the dead or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good evening, children. Welcome to the last sunny. One of the last editions. No, it's not the last edition. It'll never be the last edition. It's the Idolad Podcast. Welcome. <laughs> there you go. It did slip a little bit West Indian. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, sorry, Dan. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get into this. Hi, I'm Dan Higginson, and welcome to the 39th episode of the Idle Hand Society podcast, a community for creatives. He waves goodbye with both hands. I'm joined today by Paul Bentz. I'm going to say hi with a very high voice because you had a bit of a high voice when you did that, Dan. Did I? Okay, <laughs> right. I, I gotta, is, is that better? Is that better? Oh, We're is. also joined by graphic designer and occasional photographer, Tom Collins. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. Um, we're getting yeah. Welsh overload today. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not not keep, not not another Welsh accent there. So. You two are um, mm. second cousins, right? Yes, yes. Um, I I know Tom from back in uh, 1983 when we went on holidays <laughs> together to Barry. Um, he <laughs> he's, he stole my spade, and unfortunately. I've been chasing him for about the last 17 years, and finally we got to the point where now I can ask for my spades back. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what the podcast is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not about photography, not about design, but just about revenge. Yeah, your revenge. Exactly, Tom. <laughs> well, there's only three spades spade in Wales, right? <laughs> well, they, they used to be a lot more until Thatcher took them all away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a really political end, right? Like in the, like a cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah, that's all the time we've got this week. <laughs> nice to meet you, Tom. Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right, this is off to a fantastic start. Yeah. Tom, um, man, what have you been up to for the last month? You've been creating anything cool? The last month? Uh, 
I've been, well, the last like six months, I've like really been getting back into photography after like a, I guess, kind of like a 10 year hiatus. Um, and yeah, the last month I've just been, yeah, just really getting into like street photography. Um, and yeah, in my spare time mainly because, yeah, I'm a graphic designer, like full time, full time job, um, working at an agency. How long have you been a graphic designer for, Tom? I did, like, I was freelance for about, Four, four years before um, I started working at an agency. I, I actually went to, I was actually freelancing and I went to uni to study uh, graphic design. And then when I finished that, I got a job. Um, yeah, where I am there. Welsh uni? Uh, yeah, Cardiff Met. Uh, yeah, it's a great, great uni to go to. Um, learning a lot there. I don't know if you've um, heard the last episode that came out. I think we recorded that about three weeks ago now, but um, yeah, I've just I've just enrolled in a uni, so I'm yeah. at the ripe age of thirty six. I'm about to about to get back to uh, education. He's more mature than um, one of those top shelf magazines, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I, <laughs> I, I felt I, I felt like I had quite a lot in common with you when you were saying, you know, you're worried about you going back, you know, to uni as a mature student because I, I went I went back to uni when I was like 27 which isn't like you know it's not that old but I felt it was like pretty old because wait how old are you then 33 you're 33 yeah. okay. look every day um, look every day okay. 33 time uh, <laughs> <laughs> moisturize every night they, it's the Welsh water right the sun and yeah Thank you, Brett and Karen. Uh, and do you think the degree was worth it, Tom, after having done it and then coming out the other side? Yeah, 100%. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it just, it just, um, I don't know, there's any stuff, I felt like I kind of hit a brick wall with like teaching myself stuff. Um, and I kind of went to an opening day um, at the uni. I wasn't really like 100% sure if I wanted to do it or not, but. You know, the they, you know, we got to see their work and stuff. And I talked to the tutors and stuff, and it just said like exactly of what I was missing, I guess. Um, and like, yeah, I skipped the first year, so I went to the second year, and um, so I'd done like freelance work and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was, I felt, I still felt like even though I, I knew design, I knew what, kind of knew what I was doing. Like, I still felt like I was, you know, pushing into the deep end a bit because. You know, the first day they got us to do like presentations about stuff and like I was I'm not really like I'm quite a in, introverted person or I used to be even like more so um mm. so like that yeah e- even that like it kind of like got me out of my shell a bit and you know started to like talk to more people about just talking to like just meeting other designers I think was like a big thing because again like I don't really know that many designers I think like really talk to it about it, you know with anyone I just kind of like did it so were you freelancing like did you do something different before you started freelancing because it sounds like you kind of made your way into graphic design before you decided to go back to uni was how did you end up in graphic design well okay so I went so I've done I've been to uni twice the first time was obviously when I was 18 um I went to do music um, right. Also at Cardiff, but a different university uh, course, University of South Wales, and um, yeah, that. So I, I, I was in a band for like ten years, 
Um, and yeah, I just got to know like the local scene, local venues and promoters really well. And I feel that I, you know, I've, I've always been artistic and stuff. And um, one of my friends um, was a promoter at a local venue called Goody Who. And um, yeah, he just got me to do like gig posters and stuff. So I did that for years. And it, I kind of just like crafted, I, I guess, like a kind of like unique voice um, for myself. Do you, do you still have uh, any of the, the posters you designed from way back in the day? I've got, not? I've got, yeah, I have. I've got like a big little booklet full of like things that I've kept. But I didn't really like, I'm not, I'm quite, I, I don't, I'm not really very sentimental, but I think my, somehow like my mum like collected them <laughs> and she was <laughs> like, and then she like put them in this document and like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Because you don't think about it at the time, right? You you kind of like, you know, yeah. you, it's not important. You just do it, turn it out and on to the next thing. But like having your mother collect it for you, that's special. She <laughs> she must really love you, uh, really love you. <laughs> I think, I think, I, <laughs> I think I did. I think I did like keep some back and like put them on the wall. Because I, I was like, I did put like a lot of work into these posters. Like I, I, I literally only got paid like £50 poster. And I, it would take me like three or four days, and I would just because they're like really illustrative, um, and like it's kind of like a mix between illustration, graphic design, um, like typography, and like I was just trying to. I would listen to like the bands and like try try and create this like almost like reflect. You were going all out, like yeah, like reflect like what and create like a narrative, um, and like kind of illustrate it and like. Reflect it, reflect it on the poster, basically, and yeah, I think because like, not a lot of people seem to be doing that. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I, I remember being in a band, right? And like, I know you said you were in a band for like ten years, and I want to I want to dive into that in a minute as well. But I remember when when when, when I was gigging a lot, like I remember those posters and stuff, and it was literally like some crap photo they would have of the headline act or whatever. And then just like the logos of that band and the supporting bands underneath, like there was never anything particularly interesting going on with those. So to hear that you were taking it to that next level and and trying to be influenced by the music is is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I was kind of like inspired by um. There's like a massive like seems to be like a massive gig poster scene in America, and they had like this like gig poster like conventions and like all this stuff. Um, and there's like a book I bought called, I think it's called The Wall, which is basically about all, you know, gig posters and like the people that make them. Um, and I was just really like in- inspired by that basically. Um, and the whole world like, I didn't even know doing. existed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, there's like, um, they're kind of like design agencies, but they specialize in like, um, illustrative posters and like artwork. Um, I guess, like for com- for commission. Tom, you're a really you must, you're a really interesting character in that you do. So you did music, you done desi- yeah. you done design, and obviously yeah. there's, there's photography. So my, my I suppose my question is like, where's where's the convergence, and and is there any? I suppose, and 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 have you have you as as one helped inform the other and form mm. the other? Is there kind of a a domino effect, or I'm just interested yeah. to know, know your thoughts? I think I think it's just. Um, like I said, I've always been creative, so I think that just comes out in like anything I try. Like, um, you know, I've 
my, my girlfriend's got the same way. It's like opportunities multiply as they're seized. And like, I feel like everything I've done is kind of like, like you said, it's kind of like a domino effect. I want, you know, everything leads to another, something will lead to another thing. Um, and a lot, a lot of it is to do with like luck of like who you meet. And, you know, if I hadn't been asked to do the first gig posters, I probably wouldn't have like really got into design that much. Um, and I probably, you know, maybe I would have found my way back to photography because again, like, um, that's probably the first thing, the first like, well, one of the first like creative outlets that I had when I was like a teenager was photography and like doing that at A level. Um, but I, did, I mainly did photography at A level because I was like so traumatized by doing um, art at GCSE. <laughs> <laughs> so just because I had like teachers that were, well, I, I won't be the teachers. I think I was just like a bit, I, I was a bit out of my depth with like fine art. Um, and I like always like try to apply like meaning to things rather than just doing abstract stuff. Um, and I just couldn't figure that out with like fine art. But, but yeah, when I, when I started doing photography, like it seemed like everything started to click. But then, uh, yeah, I just kind of like gave that up at some point. What, 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 what was the reason? Yes, because the music took over. Was was that the reason? You, you yeah, just yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really. Um, I think I I just I, I I seem to have like be like obsessed with like one thing at a time. Like at the moment, I'm I'm here. Yeah, it's photography. Um, for a few years, it was design, and then like before that, it was music. And I I would just like um, I literally spent hours and hours on my own playing guitar. Uh, I think I learned like every single. Jimmy Hendrix song, uh, just as like a challenge, and like it's, I don't know. Like I look back and I'm like, why don't I just like go outside and like enjoy being young instead of like sat. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe not. I think it's probably it's probably better than loitering at the park. Um, but you know, I. Yeah, from there I just well my um my cousin um started playing bass and then he asked if I wanted to be in a band with him. Uh it was kind of like uh like indie funk. I think that's what we kind of like coined it as, but it was basically like falls uh and like very structurally purpose. Um I guess, I guess that's what everyone like the reviews the reviews would always be like this. Is basically false, but not. <laughs> and every every time we would be every time, well, it, it's like false but worse. And then like every 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 time we'd be like, no, we're not like them. We're like kind of like more we're more funky than them. We're, I, don't, I don't fucking know honestly, but somehow somehow we ended up being on like the um, the Welsh equivalent of BBC introducing, uh, and we yeah got to play like all these festivals and stuff. So that was that was really cool. There's a great music scene in Wales, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, I'm kind of like a bit out of it at the moment. I think there's a lot of music venues that have closed down in recent years. And I think... It's Club Iwa Bach still going. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's flourishing like more than ever. Is it? Um, Okay. Yeah, I think that's always been like the the venue. The one, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like a massive hub and they do like Zoom Festival, which they kind of took over because um, Zoom Festival was like, re- like kind of like the main thing going on in Cardiff um, for a while. And that, um, yeah, that was amazing. Um, Where did you go to school? Sorry, uh, yeah. sorry. That's a, that was that was a bit abrupt. I was just curious, <laughs> curious to know where, like, where your childhood was, Tom. Yeah, in uh, in Swansea. Swansea. So, like, okay. Yeah, t- towards the Gower. Okay, okay. Um, that's probably why I haven't got like a thick Welsh accent or a Swansea accent, um, because it's kind of. Yeah, it's quite. It's quite. Good. It's quite a sexy husky accent. It's like, hello, my name is Tom. Oh. I like it, Tom. I like I'm it. not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> not even trying to put that on. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> He's been practicing Maybe all day. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> there is a touch of the Welsh accent. It's just like, oh, that's good. It's, it's just like, uh, you're just a bit easier to understand than Paul. We've had, yeah. <laughs> we've had some international people on the podcast before who have struggled to understand what's Paul, what Paul's saying. Yeah, but... huh. there was a reason. There was actually yeah, there was a reason why I asked you where you went to school, and I was mm. going to because I, me and Dan have talked about this on previous pods. But it was that idea of creativity and having a creative subject. Was that did you go to a comprehensive school in Swansea, or were you a did you go to a posh yeah. one? Did you go to a posh no, one? Go, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not posh. <laughs> uh, my my mum's from Chorky uh, in the Valleys. Okay. Okay. Uh, my granddad, my granddad was a minor. So I'm, I'm just but, wondering whether you had creative teachers who who pushed you in that, or were you creative even as a child? And it's something yeah. that's kind of was in you right from the get go. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think my 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 parents have always like pushed like me and my brother and sister to to be like creative. Like I, I don't remember any like you know, formalities when I was younger. It was always like they stick like a piece of paper in front of us and just, you know, I, I guess it was kind of like distraction. You know, like these days you push a iPad in front of a toddler and I think these days, um, you know, back then maybe it was like a you know paintbrush. And um yeah, I think I think I think maybe I remember like one thing when I was like in I think it was like infants or something. And like we all had to draw each other like a self-portrait, and I think um, my teacher was like, "Are oh, you actually drawn like you as like <laughs> not like a stick figure? It's like actually your face, like actually your face." And I think I think like, that's probably one of the earliest memories I have in school. And I think from then on, that from then on, I think sorry, I think from then on, it's kind of been like you know, I think that yeah. gave me like. It was positively, positively reinforced all the way through, right? Yeah, I think that gave me a, even like it gave me a lot of confidence to like pursue other things or like just have that kind of acknowledgement that I'm good at something. I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Nice, Tom. Nice. Are there any yeah. lessons that you've learned in? I know you started out with photography and went from mu- uh, photography to music, and then yeah. music to graphic design, and then you know more recently you've gone kind of back to photography yeah. has there been anything that I've, i think the easiest one might be to talk about like what's changed in terms of photography in terms of mm-hmm. the other things you've learned from the other mediums but is there anything that you've kind of any epiphanies that have yeah. gone off in one that you thought oh shit that really applies to the next thing yeah i think uh 
not like fully off the top of my head. I've been to, I, like since Paul, like uh, since I've been talking to Paul, like he said, like can you um, talk about like the links between design and photography and like how one informs the other? And I think like you know they're all kind of like creative pursuits, and they all kind of you know you you apply like meaning to everything you do. Mm. And I think I've always been trying to find the meaning in what I do. And like, um, I think that's when something works is when it's like, when something's really personal and it means something to you. And I've just always found that in like any kind of creative outlet is that it just feels like because it's coming from me that I'm saying something and whatever that is, as long as it's coming from me, it's, it's important. And I think whether that's music, you know, design, photography, you know, art, I think, you know, you're like crafting your kind of unique voice and your like statement to the world, I suppose, um, you know, whether whether you're just doing it for yourself or not, you know, or for some, someone else. I think it's always important to like remember that. I was looking for your, um, your agency's Instagram and, and trying mm-hmm. to work out what in there, the graphic design stuff might have been part of your work because obviously you're you're working yeah. as part of a team and it's yeah. it was really difficult for me to work out who might be doing what but do you see mm. a similarity between say you know your recent photography and and your recent graphic design work um difficult really because i don't really i'm sure they are linked but i don't i don't really because I, I do a lot of like street photography um, especially in the last six months, I've just been going out of my camera. And that was really born from just um, like the pandemic and just feeling like I was on my um, laptop, like tw- literally 24-7. And I just needed to get outside. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure. This might be, this might be a shit uh, question. This might be a shit question, Tom, but... Because, because, well, uh, and again, I'm, I'm speaking from an outsider's perspective. I know nothing about design or graphic design in any way, but graphic design mm. for me, like, feels all about straight lines and typefaces and, mm-hmm. and it feels quite cold as a profession in terms of music is quite emotional and photography yeah, yeah. Is, can be quite emotional. And it feels like you spent, like, I don't know, I, I suppose because it's a career, right? It's given you income. So that's kind of what's driven. Is, is that kind of, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm just guessing you. But has I suppose the question is does like does because the it, because it is quite um, there's fundamental rules in graphic design where you know yeah. the text can I, I know you can break these rules right but but there yeah. are fun, fundamentals whereas maybe in music is, and and photography it's a lot freer so I suppose. Mm. They, they 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 kind of sit nicely with each other in a way, right? Yeah. They, in one way, you've got the the rules and the strict, I don't know, lines and text and font and yeah. form versus this other thing, which is very free, very liberal, liberating, and, and and almost it releases you. So I imagine those two yeah. things together. Sorry, Phil. I'm just going to chuck another point in there. In there, I don't know where this will lead us, but. Do you feel like, because I've, I've seen graphic design stuff that is also very free, and I just wonder mm-hmm. whether or not um, it's just to do with how much you know about the medium, because I'm sure there are people that are into photography that probably 
look at it in that very cold technical way as well, where they're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot everything at, you know, like wide open aperture, blow out the background, use lights and kind of do that. You know, like those mm-hmm. portraits that you feel like you've seen a thousand times and you would never be able to name the photographer. And those can be quite cold and technical as well, like the same way you were just describing graphic design. And I wonder if it's to do with your proximity to the medium and mm-hmm. and uh, like how... How, how well you know in it. The scene. Yeah, right. I wonder how if well graphic you know design it. becomes as free as photography if you get into it enough. I bet it does. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does, right? Yeah, I feel like I've done design for so long now that it is kind of like second nature. And I think, you know, I was, I, I was talking to Paul earlier about this and it, it's, it's almost like you know it so well that you go into autopilot on a lot of things. And I think you know, sometimes that can feel like you're just doing it as a job where it's like, I know this inside out. I know what to do. Like, it's almost like you don't need to think about it. Like, you know, you don't need to think about um, like typograph. Well, obviously you do need to think about it, but it's almost like subconscious. Like thinking of like typographic, like hierarchy and like structure layout and like composition. And I think that's the same with like photography or music. You know, when, when you when you've learned like a song, you could, you know, and you repeat it over and over again. It's almost like second nature. You're just playing it like your your hands just like start to move, and you're just like just muscle memory. You know, I just know I just know this, yeah. And it's the same with photography. Like I guess you know, if you've been like a photographer for like the last ten or twenty years, like you don't even need to think almost think about like the aperture, the ISO, like all that stuff. And it, you just kind of like take the photo because you you react to it like straight away. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm nowhere near that with like my photography, but there's definitely like similarities in terms of like, uh, having like thinking of like composition and like straight lines and, um, like minimizing distractions. I think a lot of my photography, I'm always trying to think of like how I can minimize distraction, but I think that's a very like design way of thinking, like just, just keeping things simple. I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm I'm struggling with this a little bit with my photography. So mm. sort of full disclosure at the minute, I'm editing a wedding, like a really beautiful wedding. Um, and I've started to notice that a lot of my shots just look the same. There's, you know, if I look back through the last three, how, three and a half years, how to have long I've been shooting weddings, I'm starting to fall into the routines where... I'm kind of making the same work over and over and over again with just different people in it mm. in different locations, but now I'm sort of falling on yeah. what feels a little bit like bad habits. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I wonder whether or not it's time to do something different just to shake mm. up. I wonder if like your photography might help up shake up your graphic design or vice versa. I wonder yeah, if I, I just need to. I think, yeah. I, I, I think you know the answer to that fucking question, like, for sure, right? Like, it's like, if you've done anything for a long time, unless, if you're shooting weddings every weekend, right? And then you, all through the week, you're at your computer and you're editing a wedding. They, like, you, you, like, just, like, maybe you're, you're, you're different to me, but there has to be a point during that process where you're doing something else, where you're not thinking about this, like this, like not thinking about something else other than the day job, whatever the day job is, is always healthy. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think, 
And I, I, I think it's, it's common sense for you to be like, and I, like I, I've shouted at you about doing some projects and you, because you'll be going to university soon, you need to get down that hairdressers and start doing that shit, mate. <laughs> the, lo- the, the longer you wait, uh, you no, know, I Christmas, know. Christmas right. will You're be right. here, it'll be cold. You're right. You're right. Like, it's just, you, there's no, there's no, like, I, I think what, what I've learned this year, when I started doing photography, I was, um, I used to do, like I said this before, I used to, you know, print stuff out and I used to cut it up and I used to put tea bags on stuff. And I used to, like, I, I didn't know anything about it. And I was very free and I was just really, like, learning. And then I got into street photography and I spent 10 years literally obsessed with street photography. And then o- over the last couple of years, it's that realisation that that bit at the beginning is kind of the bit that I love. And I suppose trying to mix what, all of these different things together, collaging, photography, you know, music, even though my music's shit, but, you know, everything, everything, I, I, I find it's just, it's just, it just enriches you, right? It makes you feel a little bit better, a little bit more, I don't know, uh, just fuller, like you're like, learning, like... Like when you need to sneeze and yes. you finally get it out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. I think you know, it's the... I, I think it's sorry. I think, I think it's like the like multi-sensory kind of nature of it. Like you're actually engaging with what you're creating, and I think that's a big like that's kind of a problem I have with like digital design is that you know it is very much like you're moving stuff around a screen, and yeah, I think you know during lockdown I had like a I went through a phase where. I was like cutting up stuff and like creating collages just because I felt I just had like an urge to like actually make something with my hands. And I think it's all to do, it, it, there's definitely a link between like, you know, your hands, your brain, and like the kind of like, like mental health aspect of that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, it, I think you're right. I think the, 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 I think the single most important thing that, the photography, collage, everything really is the mental health. Just makes me feel better. It makes me yeah. like it's like going for a run. It's the same thing. It, I mm. get the same. I was thinking this when I was doing it today. When I was peeling these prints off a wall that have been there for six months, it, it just gave me a. I was having a buzz. I felt kind of naughty. It was like, oh my god, what am I doing? You know, somebody's <laughs> going to clean up. <laughs> you feel bad about cleaning up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but there's 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 a joy in it. There's something that and can we chat about that's that? Why? Can we chat about yeah. what, because um, just, you know, a, a bit of inside baseball, um, me, uh, me, Paul and and Tom today have been chatting about some, some stuff. I think we've mentioned this before, right, on the podcast. We've mentioned that you were sticking photos up on a wall. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I, think I think maybe it came from a podcast. I can't remember where the original conversation yeah, happened. I'd... Yeah, it's there the somewhere in the archives, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. Like a black but, hole, um, but... I, I guess if we rewind, you said it has been up for about six months. So it'll be somewhere around there. Um, yeah. So what have you been up to today, Paul? So so uh, just, just a quick little backstory. So about six, nine months ago, something like that, I, I don't know why, I don't know why, but I started printing out, it was a Tango printer, that's why, so I got one of the, I don't know if you've heard about the Tango printer, but to everybody who ever wants to make prints for free, go and buy a HP Tango, pound ninety nine a month, you can print out infinite 5 by 7 prints, I feel like a salesman, but um, it's the best thing in the world, so basically I you can, can print out, that. I've had problems with mine <laughs> this week. 
you can print out basically five by seven infinite. And that was the, that was I think that was the drive, right? So I got this yeah, printer. Yeah. I could print out as much as I wanted. I had a massive archive of photos that sat on a hard disk for years. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to print these out. And I'm gonna, I know this wall that I, because I was doing the Wandle Trail project that I'd be I'd seen loads of times. I thought this is a perfect space. It's nondescript. It's in the back end of an industrial estate, and I'm going to start putting prints up. And I, I I started doing it, you know. A few at a time, maybe three or four at a time, and I put about maybe 30 or 40 up, let's say, in total over the course of a few months. And um, I, I've gone, because I go there quite regularly when I walk my dog, I, I, I take pictures on my, on my iPhone every time I go, and so I've got pictures of them degrading slowly over a period of time, right? So that's one thing. But So I went back today, and sorry, I, to, to take one back step, I went earlier one day last week and I'd seen that the graffiti artist had been and he'd basically completely plastered the wall with new graffiti and and so I took some pictures with my iPhone again of his new graffiti and I went home I printed them out I printed out some new photos and I went back to the idea today to make a collage from his graffiti and my pictures right and I'd stick them up on the wall but when I was there I thought oh my god these ones look amazing the old ones and I thought maybe I can now peel them off and then rescan them in, and now they look like like they like they look like old prints. But there's there's something about they some have been burnt and some have been ripped and some have gone completely. But actually, I didn't know at the time. Like when I started this, they were just sticking prints on the wall. But now it's grown into something else, and I think that's that's the that's the whole idea of doing something that it'll lead to something else, which will lead to something else, and it might be shit, but it doesn't really matter because there's been. It's just joy. It's learning. It's something you know. There's no. There's no great um, philosophical meaning to it. But it's. It's just been a just joy it can. to do. Yeah. Right. It's. It's. It, it's. So what's it's the next f- plan then? Are you gonna? Are you gonna build your collage, reprint, and then stick those prints back up, or? Well, no. Well, I think this is the idea. So I'm basically I'm going to leave these again for a period of time, and then I'll peel these off, and I'll just think I'll just scan them all. I'm not going to put any online, and I'm just going to scan them all, and then maybe do a little zine with it at the end, and we'll call it the wall, or you know, have an exhibition down this industrial estate, and get a load of people with a barbecue, and you know, get other people to put prints, send me prints, so I can stick them on the wall. Why not? Like I just think it's something. It's just such a such a weird space, but. There, there you go. But that, that's it. That's why you should be doing other creative things. That's why you should be, like, your day job is your day job. But experiment, man. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Life is very short, isn't it? I know that's a cliche, but it is. It's really... It is. Like, we... And, and we all... I think we all have our own mental health problems. And, you know, I know for me personally that if I'm not doing something, I get a bit depressed. I like, you know, I can, I can spend too long indoors if I'm not careful. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to get out. And I know when that time to get out is. And, and, and it's, it just, I think that's the bottom line is it makes me feel better. You know, truth. Yeah, and that's, and that's like kind of like 100% you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, that's come from you. That's not like you haven't, you haven't really seen something and you're like, I'll just argue what that guy's doing. It's like, you know, that is, you know, that creativity has come from your brain and your, it feels natural to you. And I think that's what the, most important thing is like you might th- you know in your head you might think this is is, is this weird like <laughs> yeah I do weird, I do it? I, it is weird but then you're like but then if it's like you know that's that's kind of like that's what, what I feel the, all the time the, <laughs> yeah but all the all the most interesting people are weird in one, in one way or another aren't they like yeah so 
You should feel a little bit bad, Paul. Tom, I'm going to drop a, a bomb you. What's, what's one tiny thing? You might have heard this question before. A tiny oh. thing that brings you joy. Tiny thing. Tiny. Oh Dan, give him an example. Go on, pick one number from your list. Have you got your list open, Dan? I'm going to do a... I was going to say an announcement, but it's not really so much an announcement because I think I did this about <laughs> six months ago and just forgot to mention it. Um, just for the purposes of oh Paul God. and Tom that can see <laughs> this. We what do actually this? have merch... Oh my god! On, on our website. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is. I'm, I'm holding up a mug. This is for Paul. This is gonna. Thanks, mate. Uh, I'm gonna bring this to you at some point. I feel like I've made it. And it's got the Idol Hand Society logo on one side, and then on the other side, it says, "What's one tiny thing that brings you joy?" So this mug, this mug can be the one tiny thing <laughs> that brings you joy. Um, That's nice. It, like for me, for me, it's fresh grass. Fresh grass. Um, Wait, a wait, clean, wait, what are you clean, doing with this fresh grass? <laughs> a, a clean bin bag. <laughs> it's a clean bin bag, the tiny thing that brings you joy. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, my, mind, I've, my mind's gone blank. I'll do mine in a second. I'll do mine in a second. Do your list, Dad. Do your list. Do your list. I just, I just wanted to say, like, if, if you do go out and buy any merch off of us, um, just know that in a very small way, you'll be contributing to, like, we do this as a passion project. I think we have lost countless hours to this little I'm endeavor. Very, I'm very passionate. We, we are very passionate. Um, but it, we, we appreciate it. So if you can go out and buy some merch for us, that'd be fucking cool. Or, or even just go and, like, subscribe to us on YouTube or give us a like on Instagram or whatever. Just, you know, just say hi, you know, something. Something. Um, numbers, right, uh, between 1 and 21. Go on, Tom, you pick one. What, between 1 and 21. Uh, 14, I'd say. 14. I don't know why that's, like, my favourite number. The <laughs> <laughs> it's 14, it's one thing that brings you joy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the smell of a freshly painted room. Oh, yeah, nice, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hmm. Yeah. I would, I, I'm probably going to say, like, a, like a dog treat, because I know, like, a dog, if I've got... A dog treat. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like if if I've got one, I know that I'm kind of, like, giving it to my dog, and I'm going to enjoy They're going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> and then what... You, you enjoy your dog's joy, right? Can I can I give you exactly, an exactly yeah I can I give so. give you an interesting dog treat story? Yeah, my wife is probably going to kill going to kill me, but she grew up in Africa, so Tanzania, Madagascar. Like her dad worked for the EU, and um, she said when uh, her mum used to go out on the weekend, the only treat left in the kitchen was bonio, <laughs> so she used to steal the bonio and eat them as her treat. <laughs> <laughs> can I ask a really dumb question? What's a bonio? It's like a dog treat. It's like a it's a horrible thing. I, I, I don't even know you could eat it. But she's, I'm going to Google she it. I want to Google it. I want to see it right now. She howls now. <laughs> <laughs> every, <laughs> every Thursday, ow! <laughs> Bonio dog biscuits. Yeah, have a look at them, mate. <laughs> uh, they do she's look pretty. They do look pretty Christmas. rough. <laughs> every, Christmas, yes. every, every Christmas dinner. Yeah, I'm going to wrap a box up for her for her birthday. That's exactly right, mate. <laughs> Uh, I mean, she will divorce you. 
And <laughs> she's got my support because it's her. <laughs> like, how old was she when she was eating Bernios? I, well, I can only imagine child. she was... Exactly, right? And now you're like lording it up over her. Yeah. I think you're bang out of order, Paul. <laughs> you have a dog, Paul. I do, yeah. I've got a cockapoo called Leonard. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leonard's right he, there. I can see him. Is he? Uh, I, I just saw, like, some legs kicking behind him. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That, that is a dog. <laughs> can you see him? There he is. There he is. Oh. There's little Leonard. So cute. Say hi, Leonard. There we Let's go. see if he's oh. going to say hello. On, this, is, this is fantastic audio. This is great. This is, this is a, <laughs> a, a podcast. Top pod entertainment. Say hi, Leonard. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Nice to be here. <laughs> What's bloody going on? I like that Leonard <laughs> just yawned into your microphone. So now your microphone's going to smell like a bonio. It smells like dog, yes. It does smell <laughs> like dog. <laughs> oh, I love Leonard. Um... Um, Tom, tell me about tell me about how the photography has been for you. How, how have you? How have you, um, mm -hmm. you, you? You seem to be you seem to be quite shooting. Like I, I you know, what, I came across your stream and I was like, oh, I really like that because it reminds me of home. And it was like, oh, oh it's ba Barry, and it's, I just yeah. think it's really beautiful. It's like again, you're right when you mentioned earlier about. Um, you just try and minimise distractions in the frame, and try and it's, yeah. that's, it's noticeable. Like I think, I, I think oh. you see that in your work, and it, it's there's there's a few. I've got a few other friends. I don't know if you know these guys. One's called well, I can't think what his bloody name is. Sorry, Instagram, another Instagram guy, but he's he's a graphic designer as well. And mm -hmm. I know this, you're not not similar, but there, there is like, and it's, maybe it's because you're both designers that you've got this. Yeah. Very clean frames, you know. It's really you really yeah. think it thinking about the things that are in the frame and not in mm -hmm. the frame. And I, I yeah, think maybe yeah. that's Super one of the real, right? Yeah, yeah, really, really. And it's, I think it takes that 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 you know, like I said to you before, my my mate Roman always used to say, "Boil your lines are not straight." And all like for years, and he's in my mm -hmm. on my get on my nerves. But it, like I know why, right? It, it's really important because if it's yeah. not, even in post, sometimes it's difficult to to resurrect. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's scary, yeah, yeah. scary. Yeah, because I, I, I remember when I first saw your work, Paul, and I was like, Who's uh, this loser? Time I... <laughs> this, is, this is awful. Uh, no, I, I, was, I need to, I I need to um... email him and tell him how bad I think this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, got, he's got a podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, honestly, I was like, you know when you see photographers and you're like you you kind of say like you know like, oh, I can't believe it like out, out loud I I say things where I was like you know, I see I see someone's work and I'm like oh my god yeah, like, yeah it's amazing that, right you're blown away by it right no, like, well, yeah. to be honest honestly now I will, <laughs> I was like because I I like getting kind of like close to subjects and like again minimizing distractions and I think you just do, you just do it in such a like unique way. Like it's a way that I would have never have like really thought about doing it like that, and I think I, I haven't really seen anyone else do it the way you do it. And I think it's like how you know I, I was kind of like how how do you do it, but also like I feel like it's all about the details, and I love I love that's kind of like what design and photography is about for me. It, it is by looking at the details, and I think mm -hmm. your work is is like. It really, because you're, you know, really getting close to to people, 
Um, I, I feel like it's the thing, you know, again, it's like, you know, classic street photography, it's kind of the things where you, you, you don't go to us. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I... things you take for granted or they're kind of like, there's, there's personality. You can get the personality of someone even just from like being that close to them. And mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things that, again, it's, 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 it's long term, it didn't happen overnight, and it's, and I think it came from, yeah. a, came from partly wanting, wanting to not do what everybody else was doing, because, you know, yeah. you look at Instagram, and you, you, you can re- easily fall into um, the habit like of... an echo chamber, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think I yeah. think we all we all I mean I, I think we all do it and I don't think there's anything wrong in it and it's it's definitely a process of helping you to learn but one of the reasons was like how can I uh, how can I differentiate myself from everybody else? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what, that's always one of the questions that I am asking myself. Like, how can I be different? And maybe different sometimes yeah. is shit. But to be honest with you, like different for me has always been good. I suppose. And and mm-hmm. it's it's a slow burn. Like I still I still think I like I I, I fluctuate between like shooting straight documentary shooting street shooting like i don't i don't really have like i think having the variety is what keeps me interested and 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 not like conforming to uh, a particular way of behaving or shooting and and being able like i say knowing knowing that by by breaking not breaking it sounds wanky that breaking the rules but 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 just knowing that what is out there and what exists and then knowing that you can create something that's unique and that's yours and that that yeah that's 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 kind of it that what drives me i suppose that's 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 the goal anyway um yeah i'm not sure if i i sometimes i succeed and sometimes i don't um but i I love try i love trying i think that's the thing and that's and that's why i love photography is because it's so you at one moment you think you've got it all worked out and then it just like it's just whacks you in the face and you're like oh okay I'm really shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I'm I'm kind of glad that I don't I have like a bit of distance between it. I'm you know it's not like my job, um, so I'm not like really worried if no one likes it or I'm not really like overthinking it too much I suppose, um, and I'm not worried about putting up a bad picture and all that stuff. Um, and I, can, I feel I can just enjoy it for what it is and literally just take pictures of things I'm interested in. You know, I, at the moment, I'm just, I'm, I, I, I used to like not post anything on Instagram. Like I had like tears where I didn't post anything. Um, and my girlfriend's quite obsessed with Instagram and she, I mean, she's a social media manager, so she has to be. Um, and I feel like she kind of like pushed me to, to get back on it and I just decided I'll, I'll post like a photo every day for a year so that's what I'm doing um what day are you on now I think it's like well 180 something okay so you know. started what but December I started, I just no I started on first of first of January oh, okay um and yeah so I, it's not like I'll post I'll take a photo on the day and then I'll post it sometimes it is but um, it's just kind of like a little challenge to myself to like, because I feel like that what I like about Instagram is it, it, it kind of, um, what's the word? It, it, it's, it's good if you want to like challenge yourself and like to do something like post every day. I think it's good to keep you on track for something like that because I think you do develop, you do see development every time and like progress every time. Like, obviously, if that 
you know, entails it ruining your mental health. That's not worth it, but I haven't found that. Are you um, shooting every day? Yeah. Are these all fresh pictures or is it yeah, like, I've, are you yeah. building up a bit of a glut and then? No, I, I you know, I, I went out the other day and I took, um, it was, it was, there was a, um, a, uh, what was it? Like a vintage... No, I did go to the football there. Oh, yeah, I like um, I like your football pictures. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, that, that was uh, that was just like on a whim. I went to um, Cardiff to. I just went like to kind of be a bit closer to the to. I, I guess I guess I just draw it as like opportunity to take some photos. Um, but yeah, I I love just kind of like getting in in the mix of, with the camera and like it gives you it gives you a reason to be somewhere. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you've spoken about this before on the podcast, but you know, I was I was like in between like everyone, like hundreds of people, like just taking photos, and I I never would I never would have like gone there and just stood there. It's interesting, uh, Tom. You said you said really early on, right, that you were quite mm-hmm. intro- introverted. Uh, yeah, as as it made you more of an extrovert having the camera. Does it make? Yeah, to, uh. I think that's part. That's part of it. Is that you know, not only do I want to get away from the screen and like have a break, but it's it's kind of like I'm trying to like I'm not I guess it's part of the past of like engaging with people like on the street or on like just you know someone will be like or you know strike a, a random conversation. You could be there for like twenty minutes talking to someone. So you do um, talk to people when you go out? Yeah, I do. Like sometimes I do. Like most of the time, I I don't. Like I'm 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 surprised when people talk to me. <laughs> and I, I'm kind what, of like, oh, why are you I'm, surprised? No, I don't know. I'm just like caught. Off. I'm I am like caught off guard when I'm when someone talks to me and they like ask me something. Like no one's ever been like, um, "What are you doing?" Like, can you stop doing that or anything? Um, actually, one person has, which was like last week, and I t- I take pictures of um, I guess car boot sales, which I've been doing for like years and years, and um, I've just started like taking pictures at car boot sales. And one woman, I was trying to take a picture of like this weird like dog, like in, it was like in a, it was like it was like in a plastic box, and it looked really sad. And um, I took a picture of it, and the woman was like, "Can you not take a picture of that?" And that's literally <laughs> the only time that's ever happened. Uh, and I was that was like last week. But, um, that'll be the next. Yeah. That'll be the last time for six months now. I reckon, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I never really like. I went to the, um, it was a Barry Island um, Transport Festival. So that was this weekend. I took um, like over a thousand photos. Of, of the one that... car on Barry Island. Yeah. They have transport on Barry Island. There's like a massive like vintage bus depot. Is there? Is there? Um, yeah. 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 So they just call that. it a bus depot um, there though, don't they? It's not vintage. <laughs> we're in like a time, we're in a time warp here. Um, but uh, I don't know, like Barry's in general. I love Barry. I love Barry. Great place I... to take photos. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like, you know, I took that many photos and I probably got about like 20 decent ones that I'll use in this the next is... few months. Top secret news. This is Tom. We, we're gonna, I'm going to invite you because you you live in you live in you live in Barry. You Barry? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. live in uh, just behind the high street in Barry. Yeah. I, I, I've mentioned it to Dan, but I think let's let, let's let's arrange an idle hands trip to oh, Butl- yeah. to Butlins. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah, anymore. You do, you do know that, Paul? Is it not? Is it gone? It? Yeah, the Butlins is gone. Really? Long gone. 
Has it gone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where's, one, where's the next nearest one? Where's the, where's the next one? Butlins. Yeah. Bognor like, uh, Bog, 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 Regis. Margate. Is there still one there? Is that one in? Yeah. Bognor? Bognor, maybe. Cleethorpe? Yeah. But I it's, it's gonna happen. I'm, I'm on the website I, right now. I had, a, I had a friend, a Welsh friend, who went with his with his one year old child, and he said mm. he said, and he's a photographer too, but he does headshots for actors. And he said, "You have to go to Butlins." He said, "It is yeah. incredible," and I imagine it would be quite special. But I don't know, like we could have to go as guests. But if we didn't have any children, it would be a bit weird. <laughs> Three grown men yeah. hanging, ar- hanging they around. Do, <laughs> they used to do a, a fest. It was called like all tomorrow's parties. They used to do it. Butlins in somewhere. Did they? Uh, Did they? Yeah, it was like a massive like Rave. indie fe- indie festival. No, it was like an indie festival. So okay, like bands like Porter's Hairs and like Animal Collective and like, oh my god, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, on their website right now. They've got one with like <laughs> Fat Boy Slim in Minehead. There we go. They've got yeah, Minehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's still going. Oktoberfest. Ah, oh, the yeah. Oktoberfest one. Go. Come on, guys. Is that- <laughs> That's got to be the one we do, right? Oh my god, is I'm that weird? Yeah, let, I, I'll just put on my lederhosen and yes, let's go. <laughs> Which of your lederhosen are you going to wear? <laughs> the, the, uh, the, You've got the so bottomless, many. The bottomless one. The crutchless <laughs> ones. Yes. <laughs> They're like chaps. <laughs> it's asking for another karaoke performance, I think, Paul. <laughs> oh god, no. <laughs> Wait, have you seen that? <laughs> no, God, please. I actually watched it again. I thought, Jesus Christ. It's it's a bit special. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, oh. It's impressive. Thank you. <coughs> my my hope is that <laughs> my hope is that now people are going to our YouTube page that like maybe a few more views will happen. Yeah. Are, you yeah, when... are you keeping that up? You're keeping the karaoke. Yeah, I, I actually um Next weekend, I'm going to um, what do they call it? Lucky Voice in London, they call it basically, where oh, cool. where you uh, strip down to your pants and then they throw prawns at you while you sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, like like they, a magic, they... like like Magic Mike, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Magic Paul. <laughs> Ooh, magic Paul. he's going to sing. I want to break free. I want to break. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do the actions. I'm going to take him a Dyson. <laughs> is it is it shout out time, Dan? Is it shout out time? You, uh, have you got a shout out, Tom? Have you got a shout out, Tom? Uh, Come well, on, Tom. Of, I've been thinking of this one for weeks now. But I got um, one. I'll go. Shall I do, go first? Do, do you? I was going to say. Go I mean, Tom, if you've got one that you've been thinking about for weeks, then do you want to? Open yeah, yeah. Well, I've, you know, I keep changing it, but I watched this film. Uh, the other night called um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh my God, it's amazing, and isn't it? It is absolutely incredible. Like, it's what? one of the best films I've ever seen, I think. What's it on? Um, cinema. It's, yeah, it's on the cinema. Is it? Okay. Um, yeah, and oh, bloody hell. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Well, it's literally like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. In, like, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like kind of like a bullying in China shop kind of film, like, and it's so creative. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever seen. It's like emptying someone's brain into a film. Yeah, um, I've I've never come it. out of the cinema before knowing, as the credits roll, that this is going to be a cult movie. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's it's amazing, and and they've got like people. They've got that guy from like. Um, 
big trouble in little China. In it, and like loads of loads of kind of like cult, like the woman from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragons. They've got like yeah, yeah, yeah. loads of like cults kind of references and like loads of cult film kind of people. Um, I I absolutely love like cult cinema. They're, I love like all of like especially like you know John Carpenter and stuff. I just absolutely obsessed with those films. Um, I was going to try and sum it up then. This like. But it's, it's really difficult. You just need to go and see what's it. Yeah. It's batshit What's it crazy. about? Um, it starts... Well, I think the premise of it is super boring, which is, a, like, it's basically like a a woman who owns a Chinese laundrette and she's struggling to pay her tax bills. Okay. So that's kind of like the premise of it. But, I mean... That should be... No, that's the whole description. Right. Just leave it there. And then everyone just needs yeah. to go and watch it. <laughs> I really want to watch it. It's, it's the already. maddest film. It's amazing. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. nothing that anyone yeah. can say without giving it away completely will just go watch the trailer at least and then just know like, that the movie is yeah, weirder than the trailer. The trailer does not do watch, how weird the yeah. movie is justice. Don't even, don't even watch the trailer. I, I would just, just go. Like, go straight, just go straight in for it because I think, like, Paul, I think definitely you will you'll okay. come out of it being like, I want to create something now. Okay, yeah. it, okay. I, I watched Good Really Late and I was like buzzing for like three hours. Like I, I was like, I have, I have to, do, I have to do something. I, I didn't, I didn't like. You know, I just ended up writing like loads of stuff out, which was like it's like a like, pole, it's um, like a polar plunge, isn't it? It's it's kind of like yeah, jumping yeah. in an ice bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. I'm, where did you see it, Dan? <sighs> Don't know. A couple of weeks yeah, ago. I like while it's on at the cinema, I've got a sneaking suspicion that it'll be off the cinema by the time this airs. So I'm afraid yeah, that a lot of you have probably missed out already. Um, mm. But Paul, do, do you, you, think, you need to go do, to the cinema tomorrow and go watch this movie. Uh, do, do you think? Um, yeah. Do you think seeing it on a TV versus a cinema makes a difference to this kind of work, this film that you you know a big screen versus a little screen? If you saw it at home on a TV, would you be? As uh, impacted by it, do you think? Or? I think I think either way. Like, I, 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 I love going to the cinema. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think you know there are films where you maybe need to. And I think maybe this is one of them. As long as there's no distractions and all that stuff, like I think you kind of you need to watch the whole thing <laughs> to like kind of understand it. If you uh, can hey, see well. it at the cinema, though, you definitely should. Because uh, yeah. I think there's going to be something about how immersive the randomness of this movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think yeah. I think the, the small screen will do it justice. I think it will still be really fun at home. But I think it's 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 gonna be a cult movie, Paul. Like you're gonna kick okay. yourself if you see this on the small screen in like six months when it comes out on stream. Okay. You're gonna be like, why it. didn't I go watch this at the cinema? I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch it on my own. I'm just gonna go I'm we just have, gonna go. You totally should really, we've really hyped up though. Okay. Yeah, 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 I mean, it, it is good. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you're in the right frame of mind before okay. you go. Like, <laughs> what does smoke, that mean? Smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> <laughs> before okay. you go. Oh man, that would be, that would be a fucking experience. That would <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, but don't, okay, don't go in know. like uh, with a little bit of a buzz, go in absolutely ruined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's yeah. it, just just repeat the name again to me. Everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic pick. I actually wish oh. I'd picked that myself. Um, 
Paul, do you want to go next, or shall I go next? Yeah, why don't I go next, Dan? But my, mine is going to be some music, because I, I went to see a little gig on Friday night, and um, I, I, I'm, you know, I have a very special place in my heart for Nick Mulvey. Like, I, 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 he's got a new album out, it's called New Mythology, um, and, and I'm not sure everybody will like it, but I, I really do, I really, I, I find his music one of those things that, if I'm having a shit day and I put on his music, it's something about the tone of his voice that just makes me chill, and it was a real, like, I went to his gig on Friday in Coco in London, and it's like a venue with about like, 1,400 people, and it was amazing. It was like one of those really spiritual moments you can have at a gig. Like, I, I don't really drink normally, but I had a few beers, so I was quite happy, you know, and with some good friends, like, in a crowded, sweaty gig. It was hot in London. And it was you had a bit of a hangover there. the following day as well, didn't you? Yeah, I'd had about five red, red Bull and vodkas, and I never drink that. And I was up all night. I was like, oh my God, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you drink Red Bull? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what came over me. And then, like, what are you, 16? Mu- like, what's going on? Then th- I just, I was Do tired. Do we need to talk about this, Paul? I was tired. It was a long day, you know, so uh, okay. I needed a little bit of a pick me up. <laughs> so you thought you'd had six pick me ups? Six of them. Oh. <laughs> I was, it was, Saturday wasn't a good day. <laughs> no wonder you didn't feel well. No. Six Red Bulls, man. Like, I don't think it was the yeah. vodka. I don't think you had a hangover. I think you just had too many injuries. <laughs> That's too much. Go any highlight from the any highlight from the gig? Wait, sorry, it was the just, shout out the gig or the record? The the album. He's got a new album. Okay. New new mythology. Nick Mulvey. Lovely. Mm. Beautiful. But um. No, I just, I just, the gig was just, like, again, it's like, I haven't been to a gig for a couple of years because of the pandemic, so I suppose it was, it was more impactful because you haven't been to one for a while and that, you know, there's something about going to a gig, going to a festival, just being in, in a crowd with a load of other people feeling connected, right? It's, it's, I think it's yeah. one of the joys of life, like, you don't, like, I, I came to festivals quite late in my life, unfortunately, and I like 28, 29, you know, so I was I was so uncool. But when I did, now I, I, I go to as many as I possibly can. Do you think you can love still it. do the camping thing at a festival? Yeah, I love it, you, man. Get, you, you, get, you, you, you could still do that? Yeah, 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 not a problem. What's wrong I, with you, bud? I don't know, I was thinking about <laughs> this the other day, and up until really recently, I think I would have been firmly in the camp of, yeah, yeah, 100%, I could, I could do the camping thing. But I was literally thinking about this the other day, don't even know why it occurred to me, and I thought... No, oh, the the idea of being in a tent where I probably get robbed for three days <laughs> no, and, you and the porter potties, like. But let me tell. You, I was in. Um, I think it was the Green Man Festival, yeah. and it was. Oh. It, we were. It was like three in the morning. Everybody had been out, and there was this kid in a tent. About I don't know. He was on the phone to his mum about three or four tents away, and he's going, "Mum, mum," he said, "I I've done a pill." And I've got heartburn. My heart is on fire. My chest is pumping. It's pumping, mum. I need, I need, my heart is on fire. I need some milk. Have you got any milk, mum? Please, can you get some milk? So I come out of my, I come out of my tent with some milk. And I, I knock and I say, excuse me. I said, I got some milk for you. He goes, mum, mum is a bloody angel. He's brought me some milk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean. I mean, you've got to go and camp at a festival. It's the life. Oh, it's like, it's, it's, a rich, it's a richness of life, right, Tom? I love, like, especially Green Man Festival. I think it's the best festival it is. I've ever been to. It's just so, like, Get- community-focused. Community yeah. And, like, um, it's not, like, massive. Like, so you're not, like, walking miles to get to, like, you know, the, the arena 
you know, bit or, you know, it's just really... It's amazing, isn't it? So it's my favourite. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just fucking awesome. Yes, yeah, I want. I am been for a while. I am been for a couple of years, so I want to go. I definitely want yeah. to go. I know what you mean, though, Dan. About like poor points. Yeah, I'm not like mate. You did I'm the band like, thing. I'm surprised to hear from you that you're like, yeah, I could still go and like the last, shit in a pit yeah, the, with some like, six thousand yeah, other last, people. But you do get a bit of better treatment uh, when you're a band uh, camping. You, you do. Like, you get to stay in like a bit of an you know, backstage and stuff, which is a bit better. But the last one I. That festival I played was Festival Number Six, right. which isn't going anymore. But that was a, that was a great festival in Port Merriam, in North Wales. And um, mm. the year we played, it was a complete washout. And I didn't take any wellies; I just had my like Converse on. Um. I remember, I remember at one point looking down at my feet, and I couldn't see my shoes. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, you just embrace it, like you just you just fucking embrace it, and then. Uh, on the way back home, I stopped in a shoe zone and bought some new shoes. Oh, and, and it's all part of the experience. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, the mud is like <laughs> one thing, but I don't know, right? I'm going to share something, and it's probably like too much information. So, well, I'm going to ask you another. Qu- I'm going like, to boost you. Ask another question after this, and I I know the answer before I ask it because if you're both fair weather campers, you're not going to know. Mm. You're definitely going to trim your poops, aren't you? The pair of you. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are, you, I, come on, I can tell. You haven't got like the crazy sort of Forest of Eden. You're both trimmers. You got out the, 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 the shaver. You're going, ooh, keep it nice down there for the wife, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, a poor potty experience, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I've got two, and I don't know which one to share because I'm not going to do both because, I, I mean, <laughs> I, know it's a, I know it's an explicit tag on the podcast, but... This is too much. Yeah. Right, I'm going to share one, right? It okay, was the first, I'm, I'm worried it was about the this. first year. Uh, um, some listeners might be aware that there's a, like a, a metal punk kind of hard rock festival called Download. It's been yeah. going for a long time now, but I went to the first few of them. I think we went to the first three or four. Most years, they used to be really good. The porta potties were like cleaned regularly. They were the single things. And then one year we went and it was this giant fucking trough. It was like the size of a Mm -hmm. swimming pool with maybe 12 or so cubicles just suspended above it. And on the first day, we were like, oh, it's amazing. It doesn't smell, whatever. Um, And then we were just like, yeah, I'm guessing they're just going to empty this every night and it'll be amazing. We were there for four days. This thing did not get emptied. Oh my god! Yeah, and when you looked down, yeah, all you could see was like <laughs> stuff dropping mm. from other little cubicles. Yeah. It was just literally a hole into a big trough, and it's actually, it, yeah. it was horrendous. It's, it's exactly the same at Reading Festival. Like yeah. it's, it's proper grim. Like, that shit will haunt your nightmares. My yeah, mate dropped a glow stick in there, and I remember watching it just slowly sink. Because he, like, banged on the... Because he was next door to me, and he banged. He was like, Dan, Dan, watch this. And I was like, I really don't want to watch this. He was like, no, 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 watch, watch. So you're looking down this hole, and he just... I just saw a glow stick drop from his cubicle, and I was like, oh, my God. And just watching it slowly drop down just beneath the surface was the most haunting thing I have seen in my whole life. <laughs> a nice note to leave it on, I think, boys, isn't it? Oh, oh I got one there. more one more question, Tom. What was the name of your band? Uh, uh, we're no heroes. I just say that again. We're no heroes. We're no heroes. Yeah. So mm. I think I think we're still on Spotify. Mm. Um, yeah. We're. I mean, you know, we yeah. split up like 
few years ago. Do you still um, do you still make music? Do you still do music on your own or not? Uh, no, not really. I've got I kind of sold off a lot of my equipment. I've still got like um, my Dan Electro guitar, which I'll probably never sell because I love it. Uh, so I still like play every now and again. Like, but... do you do you just when the wife come home from a hard day at the office, you put on your leather trousers and you just say, "Hey, baby." Let me serenade you some indie funk. When you get when you, when, you, when you get to write me a song, like, <laughs> yeah, come on, like, Tom. Uh, yeah, I was never like really that big into songwriting. I, I think that's what I struggle with. Like my, I strange up the the drummer of it or the songs. Um, but that we, is strange. Yeah, yeah. He well, he was the singer, so it's kind of a bit of a weird uh, oh, okay. Phil Collins kind of thing. Right, right. Um, but yeah, he he was like just really into like poetry and all that stuff, and he was he was really good at that. Um, That's really bizarre. Yeah, Normally, uh, the drummers can't yeah. spell. They, and, they normally yeah, can't yeah, write, yeah, can they? Yeah. Normally illiterate. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah I think. Sorry, 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 sorry. Final, final question for you, Tom. Before mm. I forget, tell me, tell me a piece of music that you like at the moment. Something that you, you know, give mm. me, give me something. Of, I reckon you're quite. He's got good music taste. I can tell. Something that I may not have heard. Go on. That you like. It doesn't have to be new, but just something that you like. I used to be like a real like albums person, but like since since in the last few years, I just like download. I just like copy and paste like playlist stuff so i'm kind of like a bit like completely out of whack with you know what's what's new i suppose there's like a okay so there's one album um by a um a singer songwriter called hatchy okay like h h a t c h i e um and she has like a really kind of like nostalgic synth kind of vibe Mm. and um I think she's done a few albums, but the latest album is just like all killing her filler. Mm, like mm. it is, it's proper good. Nice, Tom. Um, so I've been like, yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. Um, kind of I, like every day, I'm, I'm just I listen to music like all day um, when I'm working. Um, yeah, that's something that stands out to me. Um, also, like there's uh, a guy called Ale- Alex Cameron. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of him, oh. but, um, yeah, he's a, he's a singer and songwriter, and he kind of his lyrics are just really interesting. They like really like um, like kind of like social political, but like in a really like funny, humorous way. Mm. Um, he he doesn't really take himself or like or anything seriously. Um, and I, I remember while well, talking about Green Man, I saw him at Green Man, and it was yeah, it was like one of the best like. Because I've been to like, uh, what was yeah. his name again? Sorry, Tom. Alex, uh, Cameron. Alex Cameron. Alex Cameron. Yeah. My uh, um, my so shout outs. My shout outs actually oh, yeah. a, a new record. Um, my shout out this week is um, "Heart Attacks" by Jenny Lee. I feel like I'm cheating a little bit because Jenny Lee's actually in Warpaint. Um, she's she's the bassist mm. in Warpaint, but she's also just released a new record, um, "Heart Attacks." And it's really, really fucking good. Like, I, f- I feel like we're running a little bit long, so I'm not going to bore you all to death with what it sounds mm-hmm. like. But if you're into things like Fugazi, then you're going to like this record. It's cool. I love, really I love cool. Fugazi. They're yeah, like me favorite. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should know that about Fugazi at some point soon. <laughs> Bloody love yeah, Fugazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, heart attacks. Really good. <laughs> Jenny Lee. Definitely go check nice. out if, if you're into that sort of stuff. Um, right. So I guess we need to start signing off now. Um, Tom, where's the best place for people to keep up with sort of the latest things that you're up to? Uh, it'll probably be on my Instagram, to be honest, uh, at T-Coles. Um, at T-Coles? T-C-O-L-S. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just like, I just post a, some photography every day on there. So that, that's kind of like where I'm most active, I guess. Um, but I've got a website, which is T-Coles.design. But uh, that's kind of like just a, a landing page. It's nothing to get excited about. But yeah. Cool. You can keep up with what we're doing um, again on Instagram at Idle Hand Society. Uh, as always, we'll link up as much stuff as we can that we've spoken about in the show notes. Um, tune back in in a couple of weeks. Oh, what's the next episode? Who have we got next? Can't even remember. Okay, well, it just have to be a surprise. Um, we'll be back in about <laughs> two weeks' time. Um, Tom, thank you so much, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Having yeah, thank you so much. Right, guys. Right, catch you later. Um, Sorry, man. What was he going to say? I'll be back. You're right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Just frantically putting this together. Um, yeah, the edit was pretty good, man. There was a little fit, wasn't there? I'm, do you know what? Once I once I sort of got into about halfway, I realised my heavy breathing. Like you begin to recognise it every time, don't you? Like it's picked up on the microphone. I think like, the thing I pick up on a lot is both of us stammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there's like there's like a sometimes I, yeah I get lost in my in my in what I was trying to say. I, I do that a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite. I, I, I like. I actually like doing it. Believe it or not, I actually enjoy. Because you know what, you you. I think it's like it's 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 almost like. Because when you're in the conversation, you're in the conversation, and you don't really get chance to to assess it, do you? Like as it's happening in real time, because it's just passing you by, and you just kind of it's the thoughts that are entering your head at that moment in time. And you know, I listen. I do listen back to most of the podcasts, but actually, when you when you sort of examining it fine tooth comb and you just begin to notice things that you wouldn't have noticed or few things that you didn't hear at the time and remember maybe i do anyway my vapid my brain no i'd agree with that it's um it's definitely a different experience participating in the conversation well, can, and listening to it back i mean i can definitely do that now i'm, I'm keen to do that all that's the cool. time now, so that's off your yeah you did good chest. you did really good i listened back um i think i moved like one or two tiny little things but it was just me nitpicking like it was yep. pretty much exactly as i would have done it so good effort man you did good fabuloso well done mate well done we should put i was thinking 140 you need to give me something i can put on twitter as well like uh you know so something you're good with words are better than me with words you can say this is tom collins well, we've been away for ages, but now we're back. And then that's all your characters, right? Yeah, you know, something. give me something that I can just... Nah, uh, honestly, I tried to do the Twitter thing because Chloe Juno was, was um, on my case and she said that that's yeah. sort of going to be a really good audience everybody's for us. The, everybody's there now as well, mate, I'm telling you. It's, it's much better than it was even three months ago, a month ago even, I'd say. Like, I think a lot of photographers have, have sort of, like... It's, it's just, do you know what it feels? 
it feels like you can have a conversation on Twitter without it being nice photo. You know, you're talking about different topics and I kind of like it. I mean, some some people are just dickheads. But there's something else I have to tell you as well that you have to go and look at. Um, Do you know Stephen Leslie, who he is? No. He's a street photographer anyway, but he's doing this really cool thing called Show and Tell on YouTube where he just goes through famous photographers' books and he talks about them. But it's really, he does it in a really humorous way. He's got a real sense of humor. So Stephen Leslie, Show and Tell, YouTube. You like it. It's right up your street. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I'm going to go and look at it right now. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. Cool. Right. Okay, brother, I'm just really conscious that you're in the car and you're driving around and stuff. No, no, I'm not. I've, I'm not. I've stopped. I'm in the Sainsbury's car park stationary, mate, so we're cool. We're cool. We can talk if you want. I'm not going anywhere right now. I'm stationary, stationary. I've got one more question for you. I can't think what it was. One more question for you. I don't know what it was. I had, I had something. It'll come back to me anyway. Don't worry. I'll, I'll remember. I'll text you. You sure? Yeah, yeah. All cool, mate. All cool. Bye, buddy. Oh, I love you, Tom. Tom. Dan. Dan. Fucking hell. Who am I? <laughs>